0: Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning London time on Tuesday, the 23rd of January. There's not been any central bank activity today in the sense that the Bank of Japan met and continued with its long-established policy of masterful inactivity. The headline consumer price inflation forecasts were revised a little lower on the back of more moderate energy prices, The economic consensus seems to be that the Bank of Japan is only likely to contemplate moving on interest rate policy once the spring wage round has concluded. The European Central Bank is also offering some input into the policy debate with its Bank Lending Survey. Ordinarily, survey evidence is to be treated with considerable scepticism, but if the survey is conducted by a regulatory authority with power over the respondents, as in this case, the likelihood is that there will be a little more careful thought and objectivity in the answers. In the Red Sea, there have been further strikes by the US and UK military against Houthi targets, the eighth set of strikes in 12 days. The economics of such action are complex. The aim is to reduce the ability of the Houthi to attack commercial shipping, but the economic benefit of that only occurs when commercial shipping, and more significantly perhaps the insurers of commercial shipping, are convinced that Houthi attack capabilities are dramatically reduced. Just hitting targets is not enough. The US claims that the frequency and strength of Houthi attacks against shipping has declined over the past 12 days, but that has not yet translated into economic benefits as shipping has not become more inclined to route via sewers. There are assorted surveys cluttering up the data calendar, taking up space required for other purposes. The United States has business sentiment with the Philly Fed Survey, which once used to have some importance to markets, and the Richmond Fed Survey, which has never had any importance to markets. The feral nature of the current political debate in the United States is likely to have some bearing on survey evidence as political partisanship infiltrates so many areas of the economy. A euro area consumer confidence survey is also due. China's Premier Li is reported to be calling for forceful steps to increase equity prices, with the suggestion being that a stabilisation fund will buy equities. It's worth remembering that higher equity prices are not automatically a good thing economically. Fair equity prices are what matters. This raises the question of why the equity market has been weak in China. If it is a speculative situation or a panic, then a stabilization fund can work because it ends the panic or forces speculators to end negative position taking. However, if this reflects weaker economic fundamentals, then a stabilization fund will only prove to be effective in the long term if a rising equity market then itself changes those economic fundamentals. In theory, there is a transmission mechanism between equity prices and the real economy if it affects ordinary consumers' perception of their own wealth. But the evidence of this in the case of China is somewhat weaker. Investors are likely to continue to focus on domestic demand and trends in global trade over the medium term. That's all for today. Have a good day.